Welcome to the Data Podcast. My name is Brian Ward, the creator and host of the Data Podcast. I am a coach, Marine Corps veteran, speaker, husband, and you guessed it, a dad. Are you ready to be inspired to be the best dad you can be for your family? This show will provide you with the tips, tools, and strategies to do just that. Are you a dad just going through the motions? Or are you looking to really elevate your dad game to the next level? Truth is, it is a blessing to be a dad. This is a responsibility we must take seriously. In the end, how do you want to be remembered? I hope you want to be remembered as a phenomenal dad. Your legacy starts in the home, not outside the home. If you're really ready to elevate your dad game, then make sure you bang that subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. Now, let's get started. Data. Welcome to another episode of Data, everyone. Thank you guys very much for joining me. I'm really excited uh, about this conversation I'm about to have with my good friend, uh, Kevin Torres. And uh, he and I have gotten a chance to connect over social media, um, just gotten a chance to know each other a little bit. And, you know, he's a dad of three little girls. So I'm excited for not only the journey he's on and his brand and the business that he has, but also you know, his role as a dad, because I don't have girls, as you know, I have two boys, uh, but having three little girls around the house uh, to take care of uh, is is quite a chore. And we'll get into all that. But I wanted to welcome my good friend, Kevin Torres, dad up. Welcome to the show, brother. Brian, thank you so much, first of all. And seriously, it's an honor to be on the show. And you were just recently on a guest on my podcast and we connected over social media and I was so inspired by your message and I knew that we just had to connect. So thanks again so much for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to this conversation. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. We were talking before we started recording about, um, you know, you, you're having to find a place for for your little one to uh, to sit. So, so that way you can do this podcast and, here you are, you know, he's, he was, he was sitting at a desk and now he's moved to the couch. He's doing his dad role. He's doing his dad duties, uh, moved to the couch. So his little one could sit and watch some TV while he does this interview. So I'm gracious. I'm thankful that he has, uh, agreed to continue to be on the show because he has a dad duty to fulfill. Um, but at the same time, he's, he's, he's there with his little girl and she's, she's happy. And, and, and now he can get on with what he has to do for the day. But you know, for people who may not know who you are, Kevin, let's kind of dive into it a little bit because I know you have this brand and I know you have this business that you're really pushing uh, and you have the podcast, obviously. We'll talk about that as well. But I want to know a little bit more about you for my listeners who may not know who you are. Let's talk a little bit about you, how you kind of grew up and the things you got into and then how you kind of evolved into the things you're doing now. And then obviously, as I said, this is a dad podcast. So I want to know about your dad roles as well, your girls and all that. Yeah, of course. Again, thank you so much. And yeah, I'm a dad of three little girls. And, you know, I've made it my mission to help busy dads really go from dad bod to fit dad and lose their first 20 plus pounds, right? But without the gimmicky stuff of like fasting, cutting carbs, and without spending hours in the gym and sacrificing family time, right? And so I've got, you know, into this because one, fitness really kind of like changed my life. I was always out of shape growing up in elementary school, middle school. And I was even in the army um, and served two combat tours in, the, in in Iraq. And even when I was in the army, I wasn't in like amazing shape. And it wasn't until I separated from the military where I really started to like prioritize my fitness and, um, and you know, 
and, and it really helped change my life. And uh, I, I wanted to just inspire others to do the same, especially like our peer group, right? Like busy dads, like so many dads are just in poor health, you know, poor quality of life. And they, they just don't know how to get into great shape and how to prioritize their health and fitness within the limited free time that they have available. They think that you have to spend an hour in the gym or something along those lines, right? When in fact, you don't, you just have to spend, you know, 20, 30 minutes on your fitness. Sorry about that. And, um, and really not, you know, do all the gimmicky things that you see on the internet. Right. So, um, with all that said, like I've made it my mission to help guys really like unlock that part of themselves in this chapter of their life and stop doing the things that they did when they were in their twenties. Yeah. Um, now let's back up a little bit. Um, first of all, thank you for your service. I too spent time in the military. I was in the, I was in the Marine Corps. And, um, so thank you very much for your service. Um, I did not have the, uh, I call it an opportunity, but I did not have the opportunity to go over and serve in war. Uh, however, I did get, uh, you know, just kind of a side note, I did get called to, uh, to go to Bosnia. Uh, and I remember the day, well, my, my staff sergeant in my shop said, Hey, we, they need, they need five of you guys to uh, pack up, go back to your barracks, pack up. Uh, cause you're going to be heading out to Bosnia first thing in the morning. And I was like, Whoa, wow. wait a minute. What? And, uh, <laughs> they told us pack up and just be ready to go, uh, for the call. And so I had to go back to the barracks and pack all my stuff and call my parents because I had a car there and all that. I had to figure out everything. I had to logistically figure out all my stuff that I had at the barracks. Uh, and then, uh, we never got a call. Uh, I showed up to the shop the next day and said, what's up staff sergeant, what's up, what's going on? And, and he said, Oh, they decided they, they pulled back on it. So you guys don't have to go after all. So you're good to go. Uh, so that's just a kind of a sidebar, but I, I do appreciate the fact of the guys that have to go over and serve, uh, and protect the country. So I appreciate you, um, making that sacrifice, not only for this country, but for your family now. So I appreciate that. Thank you for your service. Um, no, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, so, so you talked about not really being focused on your fitness as a young man. Um, for me, uh, I was kind of the same way. I didn't really think much of it. You know, I did the normal kid stuff. Uh, but now I look at like my two boys who are 24 and 21 and they're, they're really big into their fitness. My older son, I mean, he lives at the gym. Uh, he's, he's at the gym every single day, um, working out and eating right. And, you know, taking protein, all that kind of stuff. He's doing that stuff because he wants to make sure he maintains his, his, his physical health as a right. young 24 year old. Um, what do you think drove you to, cause you just, you just said military really didn't inspire you to take right. care of yourself. Um, I think in the military, you know, this, is my experience, but in the military, yeah, they, they want us to take care of our bodies, but we're required to pass certain physical fitness tests every so often. Right. And we have to pass those tests. So we have to stay in, in enough shape to be able to pass those tests or you get put on remedial, uh, what they call remedial PT. Right. So, um, yeah, I didn't have that kind of drive in the military either. So not having the drive as a, as a young man, not having the drive in the military to take care of your body, what really changed? How, why did just shift happen for you? Yeah. So, and again, the military is the one place where everybody should be walking around like the Spartan 300 soldiers, right? Like, like all those guys in there, you know, with the chiseled abs right. and all that stuff like that, is, like that is the one institution where everybody should look like that. And yet that that's far from the case. 
And I think for me was a couple of things like, yes, I was fit because we were, you know, we had to be right. I was in the infantry. So we had to run, you know, miles every single day. And of course, carry huge loads every single day. But then at, after we, you know, were dismissed for the day, we'd go drink a case of beer and right. order pizzas and burgers and all that stuff. Right. So, and then wake up hung over and go run five miles. Right. So like, right. you know, we were, but we were also 19, 20. So we had that capacity. Um, but I, I, at that age, I was still more into just like, I was really into music. I was into, you know, playing the guitar and things like that. And because like fitness was like a, a requirement of the military, it wasn't never like my own sort of like passion. You know, I was like, I know I have to run. I know I have to do pushups. I have to do squats or whatever. And so like, I'm not going to like focus on it on myself because the army is going to make me focus on it. And when I got home from the military, what the shift that happened was um, I was still eating and drinking the same way, but I was no longer as active, right? I wasn't running anymore because the army wasn't making me. I wasn't hiking anymore or rucking anymore because the army wasn't making me. And I was dating my, my girlfriend, who's now my wife at the time, she was my girlfriend. And so of course, like, you know, when you're dating, you're going to restaurants, you're drinking the wines, you're doing those things. And so I like quickly ballooned like 30, 40 pounds easily. And, you know, I'm like five, eight and I was up to like almost two forty. And I saw a picture of myself and I was like, holy crap, something has to give. And, and so that was sort of like the impetus where I saw a picture of myself and I was like, oh my God, like, this is not who I am, or this is not how I picture myself. And so I knew something had to change. And at the time, all I knew was like military style fitness. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go running. And I'm going to do push-ups and sit-ups. Right. I'm going to go running and I'm going to do push-ups and sit-ups. And, and that's all I'm going to do to get fit. And that was a good place to start. But then that's that was sort of like how I started really diving into like more fitness science, nutrition science, stuff like that, because I wasn't seeing the results that I was looking for by just running and doing push-ups and squats and, or uh, sit-ups. And so I like I knew something had to change. And then that's when I started like going down the path of like, you know, learning as much as I can about fitness and then fast forward to having a couple of kids and then even realizing then like what I was doing in my 20s was no longer going to work now, like right. as a dad of of little infants at home. Right. So so I had to like then adjust my approach even further. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think about uh you know, the military and the, and the stuff we do, you're right. I, I, same thing. It was like, you know, go to the shop, we do the stuff that we have to do. And then, you know, we go work out as a, as a shop, we'll go to, you know, running or whatever. And then once you get back to the barracks, it's like, all right, who's going, who's going to pick up the beer? Uh, <laughs> right. and you know, that kind of stuff. So that's, that's how it was. Uh, and for me, you know, as I said, as a young boy, I didn't really pay much attention to it, but for me, it was, uh, what it came down to was, I started to realize as I got a little older that, Hey, with my family history and the things that have gone on uh, with my, you know, grandparents and my parents, um, I have to really focus on trying to at least somewhat try to take care of myself. Um, and I did, I, I kind of like, I had the mindset of, okay, I got to run, I got to go for a run. Uh, and so I actually hired a coach, a running coach, and I started running. And then I got this desire to run, a, do a marathon. Uh, so I worked right. out with this running coach and he got me trained and I actually, I've ran a few marathons since that time. This was, you know, 20 years ago. Um, and so now running has just kind of evolved into this thing that I enjoy. It actually doesn't necessarily, it tires me out, but it doesn't necessarily tire me out. It gives me energy. Um, I actually right. feel good when I run, when I'm stressed out, I'll go for a run because it helps kind of relieve those endorphins, release those endorphins. It just kind of releases <laughs> the stress, uh, that I may be feeling. 
So that was kind of why I got into it. And then, you know, over time, I realized as I get older, I just turned this last week, I just turned 50 years old. And I realized that, hey, it's not so much about the exercise as it is about diet. And Mm -hmm. I know that a lot of people think, okay, well, maybe when you're younger, you'll be able to, uh, to work out and still eat whatever you want and lose some weight. Yeah, that's probably true, but eventually that's going to catch up to you. And it's, you know, it caught up to me with, in my age, it caught up to me. It's like, I can no longer just eat whatever I want and go work out. It's not going to work that way because now I've realized that. And as you know, probably that, you know, 80% of our, um, of our, we're uh, staying in shape is our diet. And then the 20% yeah. is the actual working out. Um, I like the fact that you have, you know, this routine of like 20 to 30 minutes is all you really need. I've heard that a lot of times. I've heard that a lot. My, my older son goes to the gym and he works out for an hour. I'm at the gym for um, 40 to 45 minutes. That's all I do. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but talking about diet now, how did that, how did that shift happen? Because that's a huge part of keeping your body yeah. in shape. Like I said, 80% of it's diet, 20% of it's working out. Um, and that's really hard for people to uh, make that adjustment. They may be able to do it for a short period of time. You've heard the fad diets and all that, right? So they may be able to do it for this short period of time, but eventually you have to make sure that that's a, a routine that you follow, um, all the time. It's not just a couple of weeks or a month, and then you're back on a, on whatever you want to eat. How did that shift happen for you? Yeah. So you know, and like you said, most of for fitness and weight goals specifically, it is going to come down to diet, which is like really, really frustrating. And you've heard the expression like abs are made in the kitchen, right? Mm. And like, I, 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 I hate that expression so much because it's true, right? And like, you can work out until you're blue in the face, but if your diet is still, you know, out of whack, you're not going to see the fitness results that you want. And so I had to learn the hard way because again, I was able to lose weight. Um, when I, you know, after I ballooned up to two, to like almost 240, um, I was able to lose weight just by working out, but I was also making some adjustments to, to my diet and my, my girlfriend, my wife, at the, my wife, my girlfriend at the time, she was like, you know, Hey, stop eating out so much. You know, you, you order out for everything, just start buying foods at, you know, buy groceries and start making more of your foods at home. So I started just by making more of my foods at home. I was packing my lunches, you know, I was, I was finishing up my degree. I was packing lunches to take to school with me. I was eating breakfast at home. And so those little changes, I started to see a lot of results just by eating more food at home. I wasn't tracking calories, macronutrients, nothing. I was just making more food at home. And I start to, and I started to see like the weight just like start coming off, you know, because you don't know what they're putting in the restaurants, butter and all kinds of salt, you know, so many calories, the, the, the portions are huge. So just start by making more of your foods at home. And then the, 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 the challenge with diet in particular, especially for busy dads, is that you're not going to eat one way while your family eats another way, right? Like that's really difficult to do. Maybe you can do that for like a week, right? Maybe you can do it for even two weeks, but like, it's going to be really difficult to show up to like your kid's birthday party with a, you know, grilled chicken and broccoli in a Tupperware while everybody else is eating pizza and cake, right? So the balance is, is being able to like still eat the same foods that your family eats, but in the right portions, right? And then the other thing I would rec- I would encourage everybody to think about is like, if you're using the whole like, oh, I can't eat differently from my family or I'm busy with my kids and all that stuff as an excuse, let me, let's just do like a quick audit of like, how many meals are you actually eating with your wife or with your family? Like, 
or do you eat breakfast with your family? Maybe, maybe as you're getting the kids ready for school, it's possible. But what about your your snacks during the day? No, your kids are in school. Your wife is at work. So probably not. What about lunch? Same thing. You're probably at work. You're not with your family. Um, what about dinner? Yeah, mo more than likely, you're probably having dinner with your family, right? So let's say you're having breakfast, lunch, and dinner with like two snacks. That's five you know, meals a day. And really only one of them is with your family, right? So the other four meals you're in complete control of. So the breakfast that you make before you go to work, the lunch that you have at, at work, and the snacks that you have while you're at work. And then when you get home, eat the dinner that your wife makes. Eat the, eat the same things that your kids eat. Like you don't have to do like, sorry, kids, I'm, I'm on a diet. I'm going to eat salad and broccoli while you eat, you know, chicken nuggets and macaroni and cheese, or whatever. No, eat as a family but then control what you can control when you're not around your family, right? The breakfast, the lunch, the snacks and all that stuff, what you buy when you're by yourself. Yeah. Little changes can help. And, um, you know, I was, I mentioned, uh, you know, fad diets and stuff. I know that, uh, you know, people just jump on board these diets, uh, trying to eat right, uh, you know, a hundred percent of the time. And, they be, oh, yeah. they get burned out. They get burned out on it after a week or two weeks, maybe a month. They're just like over it. And it makes it so hard to maintain it and keep it up. Whereas you're talking about small incremental steps, little things to change your diet. Um, like you said, those other meals that you have control of make those decisions there. Start with that. I mean, that's an easy step to, to get into. And you're not just jumping all in. You, it's almost like, you know, you're just kind of feeling the water, you know, just putting the toes in to feel the water a little bit. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's, that's a great approach. Um, I do want to, I do want to shift gears though, because now we're, yeah. we're talking about, you, you know, you're a dad, uh, you have a busy life. You got three little ones. How old are your girls? <laughs> so I have three little girls, a six-year-old, a four-year-old and an 18 month old. So one and a half years. Oh, old. wow. All right. So <laughs> you're, you're, I call, I call you a rookie. You're on this, you're on this rookie dad journey. Uh, you, you've got a, you've got a, uh, so you've got your, I mean, you're running around, you're constantly, you yeah. and your wife both are, are running around doing stuff and taking care of the kids. Um, exactly. I find that talking to dads, you know, when I'm talking about fitness or keeping, you know, trying to get into some sort of shape, keep your bodies right. Um, I find a lot of dads have excuses, you know, they have these excuses. Look, I, I work 12 hours a day. Uh, I, I have to take care of my family. I've got to be there for my family. If I'm not helping my wife out, you know, it, it doesn't go well. Uh, <clears throat> what do you recommend for dads? I know, um, for me, I have my own routine and, and I'll let you know what that is in a second, but I want to know if I come to you and say, Hey, you know, Kevin, uh, I hear what you're saying. I agree with you. I know I need to do these things, but how do I do it with my schedule? I, I just am struggling with that part of it. I just have a busy schedule. How do I do it? Yeah. So the, the first thing I would say is if we all agree that diet plays a major role in losing weight then we we could also agree that like working out is important right for like physical fitness and you know and and health and cardiovascular health and all that stuff but it's not going to be the difference maker necessarily in like your weight loss journey right so let's focus on making those small little shifts in your nutrition but then that's why i say with working out you can literally work out for 10 15 minutes a day and still get into amazing shape because what what we're looking for is 10 15 minutes a day 
four or five days a week for the rest of your life, not just, you know, for 90 days or for two weeks or something like that, or until you get injured. Right. And so like a simple regimen of just like push-ups, crunches, some squats in your living room is really going to work. And I actually put together, um, if you don't mind, like put together five workouts that you can do in under 20 minutes, uh, for anybody who wants access to that, it's a totally free PDF at forgingeliefathers.com forward slash five, F-I-V-E. Um, but I'll give you an example of a workout that you can do right now in, in your living room. Um, and if you're taking notes, you know, take notes. You could do 10 push-ups followed by 10 squats followed by 10 crunches and repeat that circuit for a total of 10 rounds. That's it. 10 squats followed by 10 push-ups followed by 10 circuits and repeat that circuit for a total of 10 rounds. And if you don't think that that sounds like much, at the end of those 10 rounds, I guarantee you're going to have a light coat of sweat. You're going to have some drip stains on the floor, especially if you haven't worked out in a while. And all you, and it's a full body workout. You're doing push-ups, you're doing your upper body, you're doing squats with your lower body, and of course you're working the core with crunches. So that's the main thing I would I would encourage everyone to start thinking about is like I'm not talking about doing 10 minutes of bicep curls. Like yeah, your biceps are going to get a great pump, but what you want to do is you want to stimulate your whole body, right? Do, like get that metabolic effect by working like your larger major muscle groups, like your legs, your upper body and your core at the same time. So like circuit training, HIIT training. And again, it, that doesn't mean that you have to do burpees like a 20 year old if you can't, but simply doing some push-ups and squats is going to work. And I guarantee if you just did that workout that I just said, the 10, the 10 rounds workout. And if you did that three days a week from now until the rest of your life, you would be the fittest person in your, in your peer group. I guarantee it. Yeah. Um, I love that. And that's, you know, it's something else that you're kind of talking about. Um, it's something that's simple that you can do at home that doesn't cost anything. Cause a lot of people worry about the expense of either, you know, going to the gym, having to pay a gym membership and, and having to buy equipment, uh, at your home. So you can use it in your garage or whatnot, or in, you know, in your gym room or whatever. Um, but this doesn't require yeah. you spending any money. I, I can, I, I look at it as like a, you know, for me, I like to run now I have to spend money on some good running shoes. Um, right. but at the same time, running doesn't cost me anything. I can go out anywhere that I'm at and go for a run. Even when we're on vacation, I can go for a run either in the gym or, or out on the road. I can just go for a run. Yep. So it doesn't cost me anything. Whereas um, you, you talking about, you know, the, the pushups, the squats and the, and the crunches, that's something you can do while you're at home. And um, <clears throat> as a, you know, I, I coach sports and I coach sports for over 20 years and one of the things that I used to encourage my players is, hey, you know, when you're at home, instead of focusing on those video games or just sitting on the couch or watching TV, how about doing some crunches or some put up push-ups in between like the television show or your games that you're playing? If you're playing video games and you have, you know, a break in between your game, do 10 push-ups real quick and then get back on your game. If you're watching a television program and you get the commercials, do some push-ups and and you know sit-ups during that commercial break, and then when the commercial's over, then rest. Um, something as simple as that to incorporate into your daily routine. For me, uh, it comes down to just losing a little bit of sleep every night to get up and yeah. go to the gym. So I get up before everybody else is up. Uh, my wife gets up too, but she, she, but she works out. So she goes into right. the garage and she jumps on the treadmill and she works out. Um, so we both get up early 
uh, before anybody else is up in the house, I go to the gym and I'm home before anybody's up. I'm home back from the right. gym before anybody's up. So that's what I do. Um, it, you know, I've just kind of gotten into this routine, but I have a goal this year, Kevin, I got to share it with you. Cause I just, show, I just told my wife, this is what I plan on doing, um, um, the other day, but fitness has been a huge focus in my life for the last six to eight months. I've really tried to incorporate a lot more of focusing on my fitness. And one of the things that I do is I, I, um, and I don't know if I share this with you, but I have a personal board of directors that report to me and they help me in all areas of my life, whether it's my family, fitness, my marriage, um, my finances, uh, my faith, it helps me in all those areas. So these guys report to me, there's eight guys on a board and they report to me and I meet with them every other month. And I go over the things that I've accomplished and all that. And they've really helped me in areas of fitness. Cause I have a guy that's on my board. That's a huge fitness freak. I mean, he runs his own fitness shows. I mean, wow. he's, he's good. Uh, so he's on my board for that reason. And, uh, I, I mean, he's taught me how to go get blood work done to get blood work. So you can monitor what your blood work's doing, what your, what your body is telling you in those, in those, um, lab in that lab work. Um, and that's really helped me. But one thing that I'm focusing on this year, I'm, I'm, I'm narrowing down my fitness just a little bit more. And one of the things that I'm doing is I have a goal this year to work out now, hang tight bear with me, but I have a goal this year to work out every single day of this year. And what I'm going to do is, so I don't overdo it with my body. Even if some of my workouts are only like you just said, 10 to 15 minutes, right. maybe it's just a walk around the block. That's going to be considered a workout for me. So 10 to 15 minutes minimum. And then if I go longer, great. But my goal is to do every single day this year of something, moving my body and being physical in some way for a minimum of 10 to 15 minutes. Now, can I do it? Yes, I can. Am I going to do it? The goal is to do it, but we'll see how it goes. I'm four days in so far, four for four. (laughs) So we'll see how it goes. But, um, you know, just little things like that, uh, just to kind of tweak what I'm doing, I think is uh, important. And I think dads can really jump on board with that, make it fun, make it, make it challenging. Uh, I'm very competitive, make it interesting, be competitive, compete with yourself at it, Um, make a commitment and then stick to it. You know, that's how you grow confidence, right? You're sticking to the promises that you make to yourself. Right. Um, So I think that's super important for dads to understand is you don't have to, you don't have to spend hundreds of dollars on gym memberships and equipment. You can do something simple at home for 10 to 15 minutes to really get a good workout. And it can really help you um, in the long run. It can really help you if you stick with it. Um, so yeah. that's, that's great. Um, I and I love that you mentioned the early riser thing because I too am an early riser. Um, and again, not because I love waking up. So, you know, a lot of guys will also reach out to me. They're like, well, how do you wake up early? It's like, look, it's, it's, it's not like I love waking up early in the morning. It's just, I have to though, because if I don't and the day gets ahead of me, right, then I'm playing catch up all day versus like, if I can wake up early, set the tone for my day by getting a workout, having coffee by myself before the kids wake up, by the time like they wake up, I'm ready to receive them versus like them coming into my room and like waking me up. And now we're all rushing to get up, you know, to get out of the house and ready for school. Right. So, um, I am a big fan of waking up early and especially if these workouts are relatively short, you don't need to wake up that much earlier than the rest of your family family, right? You could wake up half an hour earlier than you normally do, have a quick little cup of coffee, do some push-ups and crunches, and then, you know, be that much more amped up for the rest of the day. 
Yeah. Um, I love that. Now your girls are still young, but um, what kind of um, strategies are you using as a dad um, to kind of teach your girls about um, fitness and eating right? I know that, you know, a lot of parents, you know, send their kids off to school with, you know, whatever fruit juices and sugary (laughs) treats that they can and their, and their snacks to keep them happy throughout the day. Um, and that may be fine and, and that may be okay for some, but, uh, that's not something that you should maintain long-term because it sends, it it gives them bad habits to kind of develop and, and get, get into what, what do you do as a dad to help encourage your daughters, even though, like I said, they're young, but what, what, how do you encourage your daughters or teach your daughters about these strategies that you're doing as a, as a dad? Yeah. Well, like you said, they're still relatively young, but one of the things that I've noticed is like they pick up on everything, right? So when I, when I do a lot of my workouts, they're in my living room, usually like around my kids. Some you know, like if I, if I if it's not early in the morning, they they see it, right? So they start to emulate the the push-ups, even though they're not doing it with the intention of getting stronger. You know, they could do push-ups and they'll be like, "Look, I'm doing push-ups," or they'll do some squats and be like, "Look, I'm doing squats," right? So, you know, even what you were saying earlier about making workout workouts fun is like you can get the kids involved put them on your back while you're doing push-ups like they love that right like every dad here knows that trick you know let let your kid lay on you while you do some push-ups like it's 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 a fun thing it's going to make you feel that much you know stronger and like manlier um but you know if kids weigh 20 30 pounds that's like having an extra 20 30 pound weight fest while you're doing push-ups and then as far as nutrition goes like one of the things that we're trying to be conscious of is we don't want to like you know download all of our you know crap our insecurities like onto them necessarily. So we're not like saying like, Hey, don't eat these things. These are bad. Don't eat this as such. This has, you know, bad stuff for you, or this has too much sugar or anything. And so we're just trying to like model some of those things, right? We're like, we don't have like juices in the house. And again, not knocking families that do, because again, everybody's on their own journey. Right. Um, But one of the things that I'm a huge proponent of is like, you know, as dads, like we're creating a legacy of for our families, right? A financial legacy and all that, but you could also create a legacy of health and fitness. And what I mean by that is like, you know, like is, is, you know, heart disease and chronic illness and obesity, like, is that stuff hereditary and genetic? Sure. To an extent, that stuff is hereditary and genetic, but more often than not, what's passed down from generation to generation is lifestyle and habits. So if, if a two liter, if a two ounce, two liter Coke was on your dinner table every single day as a kid, chances are as an adult, there's going to be a two liter Coke on your table for dinner. And then your kids are going to do the same thing with their kids, et cetera, right? Like just because those little habits and lifestyles get passed down from generation to generation. And so like the sooner you could become more aware of that, you could, you could cut that off and not burden your kids with those same habits. So again, like is obesity and chronic illness and heart disease, is that stuff hereditary and genetic? Absolutely there is. But more often than not, the habits and lifestyles, what's also passed down from generation to generation. So like we teach our kids, you know, like how to eat, you know, veggies and how to eat, you know, drink a lot of water. Um, and we don't introduce a lot of this stuff, you know, like sodas and things like that into our family, into our house. So like, and if you were already doing that, you know, if soda is already an integral part of your family, then you, you know, you could slowly sort of like try to filter that stuff out. But that's the big thing that I would say is like, you know, we have a duty as dads to like, like to create that legacy, right? Whether it's like a financial legacy or whatever, but we could also like really create a legacy of health and fitness for our kids too. And like break that cycle because you said your kids go to the gym at as 21 year olds. At 21 years old, I was drinking and not going to the gym. Right. Right. But because right. those habits weren't modeled for me, 
But I reckon that my kids, because they see my wife and I are working out all the time, like when they're in college, are they going to put on their freshman 15 or are they going to be one of the rare freshmen who go running on the weekends to decompress, to help them come up with their thesis as they're, you know, thinking in their heads to help them overcome their stress and all that stuff. And my hope is the latter. Right. Uh, no, you're exactly right. Um, it comes down to modeling and that's everything as a, as a parent, you know, one of our responsibilities is to raise our kids, but at the same time, um, without us even realizing it, our kids are seeing and hearing everything that we're doing and saying. So when it comes to fitness, you're right. I, I, I've had, I've had, you know, celebrity fitness trainers on my show and, um, they, he, one of the guys talked about that exactly is that when he's out in his workout gym, he, his kids come with him and, and they're working yeah. out with him. They're doing the exercises with him. So he's, he's modeling that teaching. He's not forcing them to be out there. They want to come out and hang out and do the things that he's doing. Um, and that's it. I mean, you're starting, you and your wife are starting your kids off very young. Uh, they're going to get used to that. Uh, uh, so yes, for me, it was kind of that same, same thing. It's like, you know, I was, you know, in the military and when I started having kids, I got into running and all that kind of stuff. Maybe, maybe they bought into that idea of, Hey, taking of care of our, taking care of our bodies. And, you know, my boys, my boys now do that as young, young men, don't get me wrong. They still, you know, they're still in their, their twenties, you know, they're, they're like, they like to go out and have their fun. Of course. Um, but at the same time, they're very aware of taking care of their bodies and taking care of themselves. So, yeah, um, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Um, Brian, you know, can I share I, one last thought? Yeah, go ahead. You go into that is I also want to say like with that same, in that same token, like I would also encourage guys to also be aware of like how they're talking about their weight or their, their habits around their kids. Because while we want to be modeling all the good stuff, like we want to, want to model a healthy relationship with food. We want to model fitness. We also don't want them. We don't, we don't want to model like complaining about our weight, complaining about being bad with our diet. Right. Because kids will also see that. Right. So like, if you're constantly like, Oh honey, I got to lose some weight. If you're constantly saying that aloud to like your wife and your kids are hearing it, well then that's also like putting that in their head, right? Like, Oh, my dad has to lose weight. What is weight? Like, do I have to lose weight? Right. So like, you know, I think the, the more we can model like the healthy side of things while also not necessarily modeling like, Oh, I need to lose weight, complaining about our weight. Oh, I need to cl- stop eating this stuff, complaining about the stuff that we eat. It's just like, Let's say less of that and start and just model the good stuff. And because we don't want to download some of those negative patterns onto our kids either, you know? Yeah, no. And you're exactly right. I'm thinking about, you know, just even just going to the gym, it's like, dad's go, Oh man, I got to go to the gym. I don't want to work out. Uh, I don't want to do that. I really don't feel up to that today. I don't want to go to the gym and work out and kids hear that stuff and they go, Oh yeah, that doesn't sound like a good place to to be. I don't think I want to do that. Yeah. So, uh, and the other thing on the flip side, uh, just kind of a little sidebar to that is I have, I've heard parents through my years of parenting, I've heard parents that use exercise as punishment. And I I'm like, that is the dumbest thing I have ever heard because you're like, Oh, my kid got in trouble today. So, Oh, Oh, so what, what, what was the result? Oh, I made him do a hundred pushups. Uh, okay. Well now you've taught him that a punishment is exercise. So that's probably not a good idea. So, right. yeah, I mean, I've, I've heard those kind of stories too. And, um, you know, that's kind of back to the military, right? In the military, you know, when we, 
especially in like boot camp, we called it getting bent. I don't know what they call it in the army, but we called it in Marines getting, getting smoked, getting bent. And what that meant was when we got in trouble as a platoon, we were out in the sand sandbox. We call this big sandbox area doing push-ups, and, and the drill instructors like to say, make it rain. So we'd have to lay on the ground and like throw sand up in the air. It's just stupid, but it's like teaching fitness as a punishment. And that's just, that's so backwards. Um, but yeah, I, I just going back to the modeling thing. I love that uh, about modeling the good, the good sides of eating right and working out, um, make it fun. The more you make it fun, the more your kids are going to want to do it because, oh, that's fun. I want to do that. My dad says it's fun. He likes working out. I want to try that. Um, that's great. Um, you know, as a, as a dad now and, and as a boy growing up, um, you know, you talked about fitness not really being a part of your life, but as a dad now, were there things that you took away from the things that you learned as a young boy from your own parents that maybe you and your wife incorporate now as parents, or maybe there's things that you don't, you make sure yeah. you don't do as a parent that, that you were kind of raised around. Yeah. And I think it's the latter. Um, you know, I don't want to, I obviously I'm sure my mom did a lot of good things. You know, obviously I'm, I'm, I'm here, I'm functioning member of society. So I don't want to take away all her credit, but there, I would say more, more, more likely there are a lot of things that I remember that I don't want to model, right. That I don't like, um, whether that's like being overly critical and, um, or, or being short tempered with my kids. And I, again, like for any dad listening, I think the biggest thing for me is like, you know, we have, we have these programs downloaded onto us from when we're little kids, like limiting beliefs or how we react to things, whether we're aggressive or whether we're sort of like roll pushovers or, you know, whether we're really type A and, and really rigid with our personality and we want everything is right and wrong. Like, you know, the, the more we can become self-aware of like how we handle situations, the, the better we can be at like, sort of like preventing or, or, or the better we can become at, at like making sure that we're only passing down like certain things, the, the positive things and not the negative things. Right. So like I said, like my mom was, you know, like overly critical. Right. Um, and I just remember like, you know, feeling that feeling of like, man, like does, does my mom like me? Does she, and I know she obviously loved me. Right. But it's like, it's just the way she was raised to like, to, to call me out on things. And I'm like, man, I don't know if I like that. Right. Um, and so just think about, I would say like, just be mindful, like the more inner work you can do with yourself of like how you react to certain feelings, what your triggers are, um, how easily frustrated you get around, you know, certain things or whether you have an aggressive personality or a rigid personality or you're a pushover personality, right? And then helping your kids sort of like come into their own and, and navigate the world. And, you know, they're obviously something is, you know, they're going to have their own limiting beliefs, their own triggers and all that stuff. But the the less you can the less you can sort of like put on them, I think the better that they'll be. Yeah. Um, I, I think about that too, with growing up and, and the things that my parents did, you know, they raised uh, my sister and, and, and I the best that they could uh, with the things that they had. Uh, but there are things that I was raised around that I just thought, okay, yeah, that's not happening for me as a parent. Uh, I'm just not, just not going that route. I didn't like it as a boy. So I don't think my boys are going to like it very much. So I'm just going to make sure that, that I don't focus in that area of parenting. 
Um, but one of the things that my parents did do for me is they showed me a lot of love and they showed me a lot of um, affection. And uh, mm-hmm. so I, so I tried to model that as a dad as well. Um, so yeah, you take the good with the good and, and get rid of the rest. Right. Um, so that's great. I think that, um, you know, for you, kind of getting into uh, this brand of, you know, your dad bod wad, you know, as you call it, uh, and then forging, <laughs> forging elite fathers. I love that. Um, let's talk a little bit about your podcast and what's the goal of the podcast and, and what kind of things can, can, if my listeners wanted to check it out, what kind of things would they be hearing or getting information from uh, on your podcast? Yeah. So it's the dad bod wad podcast. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts and really what it's a health and fitness podcast, but what we talk about on the show primarily is, is, you know, really all the tips and tricks that busy dads use to lose a dad bod and to get into great shape. And that's around exercise, around nutrition, but also around mindset, right? Around your habits, your routines, your mindset, really like identifying any limiting beliefs or habits that are holding you back, how to create new empowering habits, you know, and like once you identify what what habits or patterns you're stuck in, then like how to override those and create new empowering habits, right? So um, most of the episodes are relatively short, um, unless I have a guest like you on, right? Uh, but most of them are, I want to keep it short and punchy because again, like we're busy, we have, we have a lot to do. So if you're listening to it on a quick commute on the way to work, just like a real quick bite-sized tip of like, how could I how could I incorporate fitness into my life? How could I incorporate, you know, better nutrition skills and how could I work on my mindset so that I'm, you know, becoming the person that I ultimately want to become. That's awesome. Um, Yeah. Great show. Great podcast. I love it. Um, If my listeners wanted to look you up, Kevin, learn a little bit more about you um, best places for them to do that. And then, you know, maybe they want to reach out to you. How do they do that as well? Yeah. Thanks, man. Um, I would say go to forgingelitefathers.com or if you want that free five workouts, the, the, the five workouts that you can do in under 20 minutes, go to forgingelitefathers.com forward slash five F I V E and you can get it there. But yeah, forgingelitefathers.com. You can also find me on Instagram at dadbodwad. So that's dadbod underscore wad W O D and W O D just stands for workout of the day. Um, it's a CrossFit ism. So dadbodwad. Um, I think my wife actually gave me the name for that Instagram because I was doing push-ups once, you know, with the baby in the stroller and she's like, Oh, it's like a dad bod bod or something. And I was like, that's brilliant. And so like I, I went on Instagram and just created the handle. Um, so yeah, that, that'd be the best place to find me. All right. So forging elitefathers.com is the website. Uh, dad bod wad is the podcast. Um, make sure you guys are checking that out. Obviously get that, um, that PDF it's free. Uh, thank you for sharing that as well. I appreciate that. Um, Kevin, listen, it's been, it's been a lot of fun getting to know you, uh, getting to know what you're about. Uh, obviously, uh, you're a dad and you have a busy life as a dad with three little ones and a family to take care of. But the fact that you're out there trying to help other men be, uh, healthy fathers for their families, uh, so they can have long lives and enjoy their kids and their families. Uh, like you said, building a legacy, um, is just, uh, awesome. And I appreciate you doing that. You, you and I are kind of sharing in the same role where I'm kind of helping dads be better dads and you're helping dads be better dads with their bodies. So that's awesome. Um, so thank you very much for uh, being on the show, brother. I really appreciate it. No, and thank you so much. And again, I would love to have you back on too to share your 365 day journey. So oh, let's you know, do it. When you want to come back on, that's a little accountability for you. So 
you know, I want to, I want to hear how that goes. And then, you know, we could do like a, at the hundred day mark. And then again, at the, you know, 365 day mark or something, just see how that journey goes. I'm all like, in. Yeah. I, I love to do it too. And I don't like to scare people away by saying, Hey, you got to work out every single day, but I do personally like to move every single day, but um, you know, so I, I can't wait to hear how it goes for you. Yeah. It's funny. I, I, I've made this uh, promise to myself too, that when I'm done with my workout, I'm going to post a selfie on my social media and people think, well, why are you posting about your workout? I don't give a crap about that. Well, no, it's actually <laughs> accountability for me. If right. I do that, I know that I just worked out. So I'm, it's like my way of holding myself accountable. So, um, so yeah, I'm trying to, trying to make sure I'm aware of that when I get back in the car or I'm leaving the gym, I just post a quick selfie and say, done, done, you know, check, <laughs> you know? Uh, so yeah, I'd love to. That's awesome. Um, well, thank you again, man. I really appreciate you being on. All right. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon, Brian. Yeah. Hey guys, thank you guys very much for joining me on another episode of Get That Up. Thank you again to my good friend, Kevin Torres. Make sure you guys are checking out his website at forgingelitefathers.com. Check out his podcast. You'll be able to hear me on there, uh, but he's got a lot of great information, great uh, tips. And like he said, they're, they're short and sweet. Uh, they get to the point. Um, and so you can listen to him in the car, just on your way to work, or whatever it is, just get that little bit of information to help you encourage you to become the best dad that you can be with your body. Uh, so that's awesome. So thank you guys very much. Make sure you guys are subscribing to his podcast, obviously. And then as always, make sure you guys are subscribing to my podcast as well. So you don't miss any of my awesome guests like Kevin uh, that I have on each and every week. And as always, I look forward to seeing you all on the next episode of Dad Up. Wow, another amazing episode in the books. So much was shared and I'm truly grateful my guest was able to pour into you to help you elevate your dad game and really dad up. Make sure you bang that subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. And while you're here, please don't forget to leave me a rating and a review. I always appreciate the feedback. Also, did you know you can watch the video interview of this episode? You can by simply going to my YouTube channel at Dad Up Podcasts. Please don't forget to subscribe to my channel. And one last thing, don't forget, your role as a dad is one of the most important roles you have. So if you need a little help or have questions, don't hesitate to reach out to me on my website at daduptribe.com or at my Instagram page at daduppodcast. Until next time, everyone, dad up.